What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. morning and welcome to the show folks we are gonna get right into the nfl action this week we have a london game coming up uh between the patriots and colts we're gonna get my dad on shortly but uh yeah some quick thoughts on uh ufc pay-per-view last night didn't cover it for the show mainly because i felt most of those fights were coin flips the only fight i felt somewhat confident in was mackenzie dern uh, beating Jessica Andrade, and of course that turned into a complete debacle because for whatever reason, Mackenzie Dern changed camps, looked completely horrible in her stand-up game, uh, which was atypical from her last couple of outings. Like, I don't know why she got rid of Jason Perillo, but clearly it was a, a huge impact. And then, yeah, in terms of uh, the championship fights, you had... Uh, Tom Aspinall beat Sergey Pavlovich, but honestly, both guys were swinging hard. I, you know, truth be told, it easily could have been Pavlovich the way they were swinging at each other. It was not a, a guarantee that um, uh, there, there was not a guarantee that Aspinall was winning that fight because he got clipped to Pavlovich was swinging like they just got popped. And Pav- uh, Pavlovich goes down, and uh, Aspinall's the interim uh, 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 heavyweight champion. If you're telling me that's what we're supposed to be afraid of for John Jones, I-, I haven't seen enough yet to realistically say that this is a matchup Jones should be scared of. Uh, this is still very much favored in terms of Jones. Uh, Aspinall is still very chinny. I, I'm I'm sorry. It's like it's the simple fact of the matter. I think Aspinall is very chinny. I know uh, the UK is going to get excited and hype up Tom, Tom Aspinall even more now because of the title win. But uh, these interim titles, like, really aren't the paper they're printed on, in my opinion. I think you you still actually have to win it against the champ. But you know, it is what it is. So um, Aspinall's the interim champ. And then, you know, in the heavy, uh, I mean, the light heavyweight uh, uh, matchup, you had Alex Pereira uh, taking out Yuri Prohaska. It, it's awkward because, again, another interim match, but, like, you know, Jamal Hill was not going to be uh, still recovered from the Achilles injury. So he's going to f- face uh, Pereira, but... The Pereira, it was a kind of a quick stoppage. It's like Prohaska was in trouble. Like I'm not gonna say he wasn't because literally he he sank down. He his he kind of put up his arms. And if you're the referee, it's a bad look because you're thinking the guy's going limp. So I get why people think it's a it's a BS stoppage. But from the optics, if you're seeing that in real time, it's a terrible look for Prohaska. And he only has himself to blame because he chose to do it. Yes, he scrambled immediately, but the referee has to treat that as if, oh man, he's he's gone limp. I I have to stop him before he takes 
true serious damage. Like, that's the ref's job. So when you make a look like that, it looks as though you're going limp. That's just the simple fact of the matter. It, like, you may not like it, but that is what the criteria that they're supposed to be going on. If they you cannot actively defend yourself, they're supposed to step in immediately to prevent you from having serious long-term ramifications. And with someone who swings as hard as Alex Pereira, that could just be one shot. Like, to the cranium, unprotected. Like, that's why uh, Mark Connors, uh stepped in when he did. You, you may not like it, but his job is to protect the fighter. He's not there for uh, seeing how lengthy the game can be uh, in terms of... Uh, I mean, how lengthy the fight can be in terms of, like, your pay-per-view viewing pleasure. It's just... It is what it is, so... You know, you may not like it, but that's just the rules of the game as it stands. So, um, interesting card to say the least. I got waxed pretty much from a DFS standpoint and betting standpoint because I was very much heavy on uh, Mackenzie Dern. Uh, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, we call it a day. We uh, we try to figure it out for the next go-around and got to go from there. Uh, you know, last week we had the fight cancellation uh, this week, we uh, just did not have the right script for the fights, and, you know, we got to go from there. But, uh, you know, we got NFL coming up, so right after the break, I'll bring my dad on. We'll go through the games and take it from there. Stick around, folks. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast will be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. All right, Kelly, we've got you one of your favorites. It's one of these international games, and it's a barn burner. We got the Colts and the Patriots. Uh, how, do you, how do you love the, the this one? Uh, we, got, we got Colts favored by two and a half. Hey, 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 Bill's got Bill's got something planned for the Colts. But you know what? I think the Colts can cover that. Uh, It's in like the pictures of any good, you know. I'm I was shocked that this line was started out so low. Like I like I for for the life of me, I can't figure out. It's like, I know, it's not like the Colts are, like, the Colts secondary is atrocious. But we literally just saw Mac Jones incapable of scoring against, literally, a Washington team that traded Montez Sweat and uh, uh, Chase Young and still couldn't do anything on offense. Still couldn't do anything on offense. No pass rush from Washington, and he still couldn't do anything. And I'm supposed to take him against the Colts? I know the Colts are terrible in the secondary, but literally could not do anything against that Washington, Washington secondary, which is worse than this Colts secondary. And I'm sorry. It's like, to me, I said it last week. If anything, if you couldn't beat that Washington team with the trades they made to tank, you might as well bench Mac Jones at this point. You might as well bench him. Because what is he going to do for you? <laughs> yeah, and especially on a neutral field. You know, I mean, if if the game was in New England, I might have say yeah. But on a neutral field, I don't know about that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, let's just move on to an actual good uh, game that should be. It may not be high score, but I, I expect a good physical game. We got the Ravens and the Browns. First time around, the Ravens dominated the matchup. I expect Cleveland to show up today, even though it's in Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore favored by six and a half. I don't know about six and a half, uh, you know, against that Cleveland defense. Now, you know, because Baltimore, when they're rolling, they can do it. But the problem with Baltimore is that Although they haven't done it in the past few games, well, well, they they, they did kind of look, they did look a little bit closer to it last week. So that that's yeah. the only thing. It's like it, yeah. it, you see the flashes, 
you see the flashes with Baltimore that it's like they're ready to they, they look as though they're gonna um they they look like they're gonna be ready to make the run, but you know it, 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 it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Hey, I, I'm saying like I'm saying like I, I saw Sterling Sharp uh, on TV. Uh, I think it's Monday or Tuesday. He said, "I saw this movie before. I, I I'm not buying it with Baltimore yet. Uh, I've seen this movie. Still, still, he's not drinking a Kool Aid. He's seen this movie before. Uh, I kind of agree with him until they show it to me. Uh, I think I, I I I can't take Baltimore with that line. Uh, not against not not against the Browns. Yeah, because the Browns are gonna play defense. Well, well that's that's the thing. Baltimore. It's like. Everyone's gonna look at what happened when they they beat Cleveland twenty eight to three, and it's like it's gonna re- be a repeat. But it's like I think the Browns are gonna take that personally that they they, they got manhit. Like this is this is the thing that like scares me so much about this matchup is that yes, we see Baltimore do it to Cleveland, doing it do play because basically they're gonna have to repeat that performance because again I always say this if it's close with the Ravens, chances are. They're probably losing the game. I I have a hard time seeing Baltimore blow out Cleveland two times in a row. Uh, well, if, if, if you know what, <clears throat> if Baltimore wants to get me on their bandwagon, do that today. <clears throat> yeah. If they do that today, they'll kind of make me a believer that they're really serious. You know, but uh, I, I don't know. I, but I think the game is going to be close anyway. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I think the game, I, you know, I... <clears throat> gotcha. Unless Deshaun Watson puts up a really stinker. Well, I, yeah, that is the X factor. That is the X factor. The defense right. can play well, and then, you know, that that Cleveland offense could just shoot shoot the team in the foot again. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm expecting... I'm expecting coherent uh, play. Yeah, I, I don't... Um, um, I don't think uh, that that they can cover that six points. I I really don't see it. Yeah, against that thing, I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. Uh, next game up, uh, we got Cincy uh, hosting Houston. Uh, this line has been bouncing back and forth between six and a half and seven and a half, and it's a big deal uh, because. If to me the if the if you if we're if depending on your pool if this line's at seven and a half you take the Houston side of it if it's six and a half I think you can take the Cincy side of it I don't like I see Cincy winning this game but to me that hook makes uh that 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 makes it a big difference it's like that hook makes a difference like I don't see Cincy putting Houston away blowing them out. I see, like, yeah, they, they'll win by a touchdown, but that's about as high as I would go. That Houston team is dangerous, and I think they can put up points against Cincinnati in bunches. That's the thing. I, I, it's, it's not that they can put up points against Cincinnati. They can do it in bunches because the way that offense can, you've seen it go with uh, C.J. Stroud, this could turn into a shootout real quick for Cincy, and I think Cincy, because you got a banged-up uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins is out. You know, you, you don't have your usual healthy set of weapons. I don't think since he wants to get into that kind of a shootout, I, I think they're probably going to ride Mixon more than usual. So I think since he's going to try to manage this game and not get into a shootout, because if it gets into a shootout, that's when I think they're, they're going to have some problems. Yeah. I, 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 I like Cincy for the game too, but I, I, I don't like them covering, you know, Without without the the the, the full complement, you know, offensive weapons. So yeah, I I, I agree with you with that. I I, I agree with, with, with that. I think since he'll win the game, I think since he'll win the game because the way they're grinding now, I I, I think they can they can win the game. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if if the game is a field goal game. Yeah, yeah, and I was trying to check the the other thing is like, is Houston going to have Fairbairn back, or do they have to sign someone? I'm still trying to research oh, that. You know, you know, I, I didn't check on that. I don't hear anything 
I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't hear anything either during the weekends. Like, I'm gonna have to like follow up on it. Like, you know, obviously you can sign a kicker, but like that—that's really kind of a big deal for a team like Houston because they 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 put up yards, but it's like I don't know what the status of Fairbairn is or who they had to grab uh, yeah, out of yeah, free agency. I don't, I don't think they're gonna take the chance that they're gonna have a linebacker kicking field goals, you know, because last week. It made them play different. They 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 had to go for touchdowns, you know. When they, they didn't have a choice because yeah, that guy made a field goal, but I don't think you want to depend on him to make two. Yeah, <clears throat> you know. So yeah, that that that. But I was surprised. I I I watched this week and I didn't I didn't see anything. Yeah, I didn't see anything that Houston signed. Yeah, I I thought I thought it was strange too. It's like I didn't hear it. I'm like, it's like that. That was actually a significant deal last week. It's like, and I didn't hear much on it. So I I still gotta look. I gotta, I gotta look to see what what happens before uh, uh, as we get closer to like that 90 minutes before kickoff. What the what uh, what they actually plan to do. But uh, yeah, that was the only part that I found interesting. Um, next up, this is a good one. We got the 49ers traveling to Jacksonville. 49ers still favored by two and a half on the road. But I'm, I want to see Chase Young on that 49ers defense. And I and basically the 49ers are getting back Debo. They're, like, they're getting healthier on, on offense. Jacksonville has been on the win streak. But it's been against lesser competition. This is, a, this is like the first real test Jacksonville's been facing with this win streak they've been on. Well, look, I'll take the 49ers with the points, and I'll tell you why. I picked the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. I thought they were the best team. And if they're going to do that, today is a day they're going to have to make a statement because they've been, they've been skating backwards for a while now. You know, they, not only that they lost those games, they didn't look good in those games. Well, especially the quarterback. So yeah, it, well, it, 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 it was it was it was it was kind of the reality check because the Brock yeah. Purdy hype train was getting a little bit a little bit wild. It was getting a little wild. It was like you know, everyone was like saying, "Oh, he's a, he could be an MVP candidate." It's like guys, it's like let's temper that a bit. But yeah. it's one of the things I don't like though because it's that it's my whole it it doesn't apply to everyone, but. That West Coast to East Coast one o'clock game trip is never an easy one. So to me, this is one of those where I expect San Francisco to win. But normally, this is one of those games where I would expect, uh, to your point, I would expect San Francisco to make a statement. I yeah. think this one's going to be tight. Like I, I think this is actually going to be a pretty tight game uh, throughout the course of the day. And then uh, San Fran uh, pull uh, pulls uh, pulls it out, but it's not going to shock me if somehow San Fran just ekes by with a field goal to win. It's not going to shock me if that that's what this ends up being. But yeah, to your point, you would expect San Francisco to be able to make a statement today. But I, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not banking that it's a, it's an automatic that it's going to happen. No, no, that, but that, that's what I'm saying. The only reason I'm banking on it because I think the season is running on this because uh, other teams are looking because if they like eat by, people are going to see that door kind of opening where, hey, wait a minute, these guys are not as good as we think they will. This is a system and when that system kind of breaks down, you know, you can do things to it. Yeah, so I think San Francisco has got to be like, Hey, let's just kick some ass and let people know that that was a stumble, and this is for real, you know. So to me, San Francisco do just have to win this game. To me, they gotta prove something in this game. Uh, uh, you know that we're healthy, and when we're healthy, we just better than everybody else. You know, cause hey, let me tell you something. Although I picked them to win the Super Bowl. I still have nightmares about Shanahan and that Atlanta game. You know, <laughs> that, you know 
when it gets tight, especially in second half, this guy, you know, he starts wringing his hands. He's wringing that knuckles and, and, and doing the running. So I want him to prove me wrong, but I still have, I still have nice fears about that. So, like I said, to me, today, this is a very important game, I think, for San Francisco. You know, very, very important. It's three in a row. And like I said, not just three in a row. They did not look good. Yeah. They looked ordinary. And they're not supposed to look ordinary. You know? Yeah. So, we'll see. Yep, we'll no, see. Fair, fair, fair point. Fair, fair point. All right, next up, we've got New Orleans traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings. But, but, Callie, I will say the reason why my, my, my expectations for the Vikings are higher is because of Josh Stops. Because as much as we think Minnesota and their coaching staff are kind of cloud, cloud car-ish, Josh Stops is used to dealing with cloud fiestas and still making it work. So, I... Uh, I look at it from the standpoint of I don't trust I don't trust Derek Carr, and I think Dobbs with another week of like actually having a chance to be able to learn the names of his own teammates that he's going to be able to find ways of making this work, even though it has no business working. Well, look, here's what I want to know. Okay, I will tell you why I I picked Minnesota. You show me the real bad game you've seen Dodge, Joshua Dobbs in. I'm not talking about a game that he lost. I'm talking about a game that he, he looked really, really bad. And, and thing. You, you don't see it. I, I, you know, he's a very smart guy. He's a very brainy guy. And he's very athletic. So I, you know. So what you're saying is the Jets should have traded for him. Uh, to, se- to, 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 to salvage their season. This is Look, what you're saying. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you something. I, I'm a New Yorker. So I've seen the Jets. The Jets, the biggest enemy the Jets have is the Jets. <laughs> okay? So I, I, you still have to explain to me. You know, and although... The coach kind of explained it last week when he gave that answer that he gave. And you have to know that Woody and them running that team. Yeah. Okay? Woody and them running that team. Because anybody with a liquor sense, the morning after Aaron Rodgers went down, would have gone out there Well, Joshua Dobbs was not... Well, he might have been available. Who knows? Oh, the you know? Arizona would have entertained offers. Arizona has no aspirations for this season. They would have entertained offers for him. Joshua Dodds was screwing the thing up. It's a weird game. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Don't you? Didn't they explain the plan to you? <laughs> yeah, so, um, we're we're going we're gonna to get to that Arizona game, too. It's like, I'm very curious about that one, what we see. Yeah, they could have gone for Dobbs. They could have gone for Minch. They could have gone for somebody because they knew. Because Buffalo did everything to give them that game after Aaron Rodgers went down. It's like, oh God, we feel sorry for you guys. So we're gonna give you something to start off the season, okay? Because the Jets have lost that game by at least two touchdowns. But Josh Allen found ways. To keep them in the game, you know. So I, I, I don't want to hear anything about the Jets. The Jets have no desire to win. So, so, so. But like I say, is it, um, I didn't, I didn't check the thing. Is um, is Jefferson? Is he healthy or he's still out? No, he's still out. He's still out. He, it, it, Jefferson made it abundantly clear where he stands. He is not coming back until he feels 100%. He was very emphatic about that 100%. Well, look, for what he does, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really blame him. How can you blame him? 
Have you seen the team that he's been playing with? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, you know, give me a break here. Uh, like, but, um, there's no way I am feeling, uh, there's no way I am giving uh, uh, Justin Jefferson any grief for what he was putting up numbers-wise. Of course he has no intention of risking his payday uh, coming up to come back for a team that, again, it's not a knock on Josh Dobbs, but Justin Jefferson has been with these folks, and he knows that they're probably not that they're not very good from a coaching standpoint. Why would I? Uh, why would I risk uh, my uh, my future with these guys? Like I, I get where Justin Jefferson's coming from. One thing I can say with, 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 with him is that even though they were what on three, it ain't like he was dogging it. No, you know he was still putting the numbers up. He was still running those routes and and everything. It's not like he was, uh, uh, you know, giving you that like nah, I don't care, you know, thing. So yeah, he he. But I'll take the I'll take. Uh, what, what's the line on, on that Minnesota game? So basically, you've got uh, New Orleans favored by two and a half. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, you know, you asking me, you asking me to to back Derek Carr going on the road. Uh, you know, uh, no. No, no. Get, get, I'll, I'll take the the the, the Vikings. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I because it's a scrappy team. Uh, to me, unless you start turning over the ball and 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 giving the Saints, I mean, this the Saints haven't looked good in not even one game for me this season. I've picked them a couple of times. Well. You know, they are the most underwhelming five and four team in the league, I'm, I'm and and the Vi- the Vikings are five and four, and I still think New Orleans is far more underwhelming. I I have picked the Saints at least three times for the year already, and you know what? Uh, I think they lost all. I don't, I don't think I got a win with the Saints. Yeah. You know, they find ways to lose these games. And not only lose these games, they don't look good. No. I haven't seen the Saints look good for a year. But I kept picking them because I think I, I'm... They should be better. They should be They should be better. This is on Derek Carr. It's like, it's flat out. This is on Derek Carr. Um, anyway, uh, next up. Uh, this one should be pretty clear cut in my opinion. Pittsburgh, three and a half point favorites at home against Green Bay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, Pittsburgh. The only reason why this line isn't wider is because of the Steelers' offense. Like, that's literally it. <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, the way uh, uh, this might be the week that that he, he comes to prove me wrong, but the way how how I think that guy is going backwards. Uh, I don't know if it's the coach. You know, it, it just goes to show you. That we we give these coaches these labels. Yeah, I mean Lafleur Lafleur is a McVeigh guy, and he got all the plays and plaudits. Yeah, is it like I, I, I'm not? I'm not. I have never been a. Uh, I've never been that huge of a McVeigh fan. Everyone knows this. It's it's just my thing. I think I think. He's talented, but I think he gets quite overrated. Uh, and everyone else on his coaching tree, it it just it just seems to be falling in this pattern. I'm I'm just perfectly honest. It's like I think I think he's overrated, and everyone else who got the rub from that is benefiting from accolades they did not necessarily earn. Yeah, well, uh, you know what he has in common with another good friend of mine, uh, Hackett. Aaron Rodgers. When you're an Aaron Rodgers guy, Aaron pumps you up. That yeah, he, he makes it look like hey, me, me, me and Nathaniel, we got this worked out, and we, you know, so and so and so and so. No, it's Aaron. It ain't, it ain't them. And, and it was the same thing with 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 the coach. 
you know, it, it looked like, oh, that, that Packers offense is just humming. He, he's calling plays. People don't even know what's going on. Well, what happened to those plays now? Huh? Now that you don't have a Hall of Famer to, to, to run it for you. You know, so it, a lot of these coaches, you know, they like I say, they get these... These things where, you know, because I heard the same thing about, um, oh, my God, in Arizona that, that took the money and ran. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's the same thing. They they, they, they they have these things and they they, 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 they the new the new style and they're doing this and they're doing that. And, yeah, okay. Uh, just wait until uh, you don't have that, that, that big time quarterback. So we'll see. But no, uh, I I I'll take Pittsburgh. I I Green Bay hasn't shown me. Yeah, I know people drop a couple passes, but this team looked just like if last year when Aaron Rodgers. This is the only thing I don't apologize to Rodgers for. That although I blamed him for not coming to camp, to, they, but these guys, I mean, they can't hold on to a damn ball. <laughs> yeah, so. it, it 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 makes. A lot of his scathing criticism kind of warranted, because this was their this was their year to show up and ball out. Because realistically, you would think you would think you like after everything Aaron said about you guys, you you show up and be and be ready to go. Yeah, we're gonna show him. And and look, I I absorbing Jordan Love either because let me tell you something. When you watch some of the other quarterbacks, like, like Stroud and them, you watch them play, uh, yeah, they may not be on the best team, but you know a good quarterback when you see him throwing passes. You know when you see certain things. You know, so I haven't seen that from Jordan Love. You know, so he he kind of it's patterned because I've also seen him miss guys that you know, overthrow and stuff that shouldn't be happening. So, yeah, I, I, he, he's part of the problem, too. Could be he's getting frustrated with, with the guys. Could be. I don't know. But, uh, like, I just, like I said, that genius thing in, in, in Green Bay, it's not happening. So, I'm, I'm not hearing people blaming him. You know, because I, I never understand how they, everybody's always quick to throw praise. And then when it goes the other way, then they start nitpicking about what could be going wrong or what could be going wrong. You know? You're supposed to be able to fix this shit. Yeah, you know, because Sean McVay got bailed out with that run to the Super Bowl because he was on the hook for that too, you know, because he was getting all this praise and they had never won anything. <laughs> You know, so he got bailed out, so I guess he's got like about three or four years, you know, leeway to, with, with, with that Super Bowl win. But the way they look this year, same thing. It looks like we will be back to the same old thing again. So we'll see. We'll see. You know. Yeah. All right, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's, oh, yeah. let's get the rest. Yeah, yeah. So, basically... What we've got, what we've got is, uh, we've got, uh, oops, hold on one second. I lost my, I lost my, I lost my place for a second. Uh, yeah, so we've got Tampa hosting Tennessee. Tampa is favored by one and a half. Yeah, I know. It's like it's it, two teams. Uh, uh, it, it, it's a, you know what? Yeah, I'll take Tampa because if it was the other way, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd take them one and a half. Okay, yeah, I'll take that. I, I, <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, you know, because um, it it I it like I said, six and one half a dozen of the other. Who, who's who's Levitz is, is um, huh. Levitz versus Baker Mayfield. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'll take Tampa. I'll take Tampa. I, I'll, I'll, I'll write, try to ride the Tampa defense. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not a, it's it's not like a comfortable feeling. <laughs> no, did I tell you? Did, did I sound comfortable? <laughs> Come on, you know. Cause look, Tennessee is kind of disappointed this year. So, well, I, 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 you know, I never thought Ryan Tannehill was a starting quarterback on a winning team. So, uh, and they've been getting behind. So often, they can't really use that Derrick Henry thing like they were supposed to. Although, I don't know why Derrick Henry wanted to stay in Houston. They assured him that he wouldn't get traded. To me, if, if I'm Derrick Henry and they tell me that, I'll go in a corner and cry. <laughs> I gotta stay with this shit, you know. Because um, uh, the, the only redeeming thing is that Will Levis looks like he might be, you know, uh, uh, an NFL quarterback. So you, you might say, well, we, we, we can, we'll get him next year, you know. But Vrabel looks like he's ready to bolt. I, I don't know. He, know he, he, he definitely looks fed up. Well, look, let me tell you something. That, that general, every time... Every time you watch John Robinson, we say his name because that man's name needs to be said every single time it comes up because of that AJ Brown trade, but not because of the AJ Brown trade. The AJ Brown trade was, was the was the disease. The infection was caused by giving Ryan Tannehill that contract that yeah. nobody thought he deserved. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. I've been watching sports for a really long time. And sometimes I, you know, you tell yourself, the, the, the management can't be that stupid. And they always prove you wrong. You know, I mean, that kind of trade, you saw it coming. You know, the, you traded AJ Brown, you never brought in anybody to replace him, and then you compounded by tying the quarterback to you. And tying up all this money. Which, which technically is the same kind of thing that the Giants. No, 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 because at least the Giants could get out of the contract. The tight, the tight, the Titans, like, literally saddled themselves to the extent that they had to trade, they had to trade A.J. Brown because they had no other outs. <laughs> yeah, because at least the Giants can... Can well, they, they, at least you see where they learned something. They should have been in that position in the first place because, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I can't be that good that I saw Daniel Jones coming from way, way back. You know. I, well, listen, I think we all know that Sean knew what he had with Daniel Jones, but when your owner is signing your checks and is telling you. I want Daniel Jones back here next year. You're basically kind of stuck. <laughs> it might be the building. Is it the building? Because the Giants and the Jets are in the same building, and they got two quarterbacks over there that the owners seem to love. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, Maybe it's the building. <laughs> you know, because it's the same thing. But, yeah, like I said, that A.J. Brown, you know, and like, to me, Mike Brable is is like, I can't do any more with this shit, you know. So maybe, you know, you see how Levitz goes today. The one thing I do, I, the one thing I do say though is that if there, it, you know, it's a rookie QB, but if there's a secondary that it works in his favor, just to throw the ball up in the air and see what happens, it's Tampa because Tampa will just gamble on balls, try to make interceptions instead of just like knocking it down. And, a, and a, with a guy like uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who could just high point the ball and just box out dudes, like that's like what makes this matchup a little bit dangerous for Tampa. Where if you play it safe and just do help defense against DeAndre, you should be fine. But if you're trying to make highlight real plays against Hopkins, this is where you can get burned very easily. So yeah. it's like from from a from a fantasy standpoint, I actually think Levis and DeAndre are great plays today. But from a natural X's and O's standpoint, this is probably one of those games that's going to give Vrabel heartburn because, like, the way to win this game 
it's like you're you're not running up the middle against Vita Vea. Um, even with Derek Henry, I'm sorry. I, it, it it's just not for the fan heart. Like I I don't see that being a pathway to success. I think the way they win it is by playing more reckless football. Which again, with a rookie QB, that's not what you want to be doing. But I, I think that's the route they're probably going to end up having to go. Yeah, I, like I said, the 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 the, the, the only reason that pick Tampa is that he's supposed to come to buy, and it's only one point, you know. But um, because Tennessee, I. Like I said, the, the only good thing is you got to wait and see how Levis goes. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, but I'll, I'll take Tampa. On it. It, it's in Tampa, right? Yeah, it's in Tampa. Yeah, that, I'll, I'll take Tampa under on, on on the one point. Yeah. But it won't surprise me if Tennessee, you know, Tennessee wins the game. Yeah. All right, so we're, we're, we're going into the 4 o'clock window. Uh and so we've got Atlanta traveling out to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Colin Murray is back. John Connor is back for Arizona. But Atlanta's still favored by two and a half. How do you feel? I take Atlanta at the two and a half. No, no love for Arizona? Hey, they, they might not. <laughs> no. Hey, Arizona is already out there in the desert. They 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 on holiday already. They don't have to go to that damn place. So here's here's my argument for the Arizona side. Kyle Murray's back. Kyle Murray knows that. Hey, these guys are looking to trade me. I need to look good coming back. Now, is is he gonna be you know lights out? No, but I think you're actually gonna see Kyler scramble. More than some folks might expect. I wouldn't be shocked if you see Kyler scramble for like 40, 50 yards today. Like, I think Kyler has to, like, show folks that it's like, I'm actually back. I can play football still. Yeah, but that worries me with Kyler. When Kyler does that, he plays for Kyler alone, which is my biggest problems with it. Oh, no, dude, listen. Listen, I'm not saying that Arizona's going to win the game. I'm just saying... (laughs) <laughs> the, what makes this game more interesting is the fact that you've got a guy who doesn't think he's going to be there next year back, and he's got to show folks that he can still play in the NFL. So, to me, I think you're going to get baller Kyler. I, I think Ky- Kyler is an interesting fantasy play, not a safe fantasy play, but an interesting fantasy play because of the fact that I, th- I think he, he's he's – He's going to feel the pressure of, hey, this is the most attention I'm going to get all year. It's my first game back. I've got I've got to make sure that, uh, you know, I've got to make sure that I am uh, doing everything I can to make myself look good. Now, is that going to help his team? Not necessarily, but uh, from Kyler's standpoint, his, his priority is on Kyler. Because the problem I have with that is that, to me, if Connor is back, you're supposed to be riding Connor, and and you know play action with that with the with the tight end. You have a really good tight end. Oh yeah, believe me, it, it all that should make sense. Yeah, I'm but, just saying, Kyle's rushing prop is at twenty three and a half, and I think that's about ten yards too low. I. Because uh, I'll tell you, like, I think Kyler's going to run today to show folks that hit the knee is healthy. Whether or not it makes sense or not, it's an entirely different conversation. But I think Kyler, Kyler's gonna, is, is going to run a bit more than people expect. Well, knowing Kyler, you might be right. You might be right, knowing Kyler the way he, the way he thinks. Because remember, with Kyler, it's all about Kyler. You know. And... and so I, I like I like Kyler's rushing prop. I like James Conner's rushing prop because his rushing prop's only fifty two and a half yards. They're still going to hand on the ball. That's still probably your best route of a, a course of action. And it's like I think Arizona's going to keep this game close at least through the first half, and and they'll rack up rushing yards. So to me, this is one of those where it's like if Taylor Heineke stays out of the way and doesn't cost Atlanta. They'll win the game, but I think it's going to be tight. 
right, so next up, uh, we've got your favorite, Brandon Staley and the Chargers. They are hosting the Detroit Lions. Lions favored by one and a half. Yeah, I'll take the Lions. Hey, hey, you didn't even give Brandon Staley a second to think about that. <laughs> no, what, 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 you, you, you think you, you have Zach Wilson to give you the ball? <laughs> that game Monday night was the most frustrating thing imaginable. Zach Wilson had so many opportunities not to win the game for the Jets, just get it in field goal range. If you get it in field goal range <coughs> and play field position, the Jets win that game easily. The Jets should have won that game easily. Zach Wilson was so bad Monday night that he kept turning the ball over. And, uh, yes, eventually the Chargers uh, scored and put themselves ahead enough. But literally all – if Zach Wilson just plays just somewhat mediocre football, just you got to be mediocre enough just to get move the ball the 20 to 30 yards to set up a field goal. Just give your team a chance. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, let's just move on. It's like Detroit, I expect Detroit to be rested and ready to kick the snot out of Chargers. Because to me, that's the kind of that's this is the kind of game Dan Campbell gets up for. It's like we should be able to ragdoll this team and beat them at, at both lines of scrimmage. I, I like I, I think that I think the Lions are gonna are gonna tear this team apart. Well I, I think um that that the Lions uh the coach is gonna let them know. My 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 only concern with the Lions is I don't really know like who's gonna get the most of the yardage because you got St. Brown, you've got uh you got Laporte of the tight end. It's like the Lions can hurt the Chargers in so many different ways on offense that it, it's gonna be hard to pin down exactly who makes the Chargers look silly? Because the Lions have so much talent that basically anyone you can think of off your head can make the Chargers look bad. Yeah, and 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 like I say, I'm almost sure the coach is still going to be reminding them that they went into that Ravens game with people saying they might be the best team. Oh yeah, exactly. The best team and thing, and, and I think they 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 got their heads full. And they got their asses handed to them, so I'm almost sure he's gonna remind them about that. So you you probably gonna run into a motivated Lions team. Yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, don't forget who we don't forget who we actually are, you know. And I, so I think that's what you're gonna get out of them. Uh, All right, uh, next up, our favorite. We've got Tommy DeVito leading the Giants into Dallas. All right, Ta- let's, just skip, let's, let's just skip that game. <laughs> uh, you know, look, let me tell you something. Hey, I hey. actually think the Cowboys can cover that easy. <laughs> you know, because you know the Cowboys are bullies. And Hey, you know, what, 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 what easier person to bully than the guy who's admitting his mom still makes his bed for him every single day? You see all of that? I, 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 I don't even pay that kind of attention. Oh, oh, you know? the, the, well, it, well, you know, it wasn't even the local news reported. Adam Schefter blasted into the entire galaxy that Tommy DeVito is happy to live at his parents' basement and have his mom cook for him every day and make his bed for him. And it's like, Adam Schefter, you know what, Adam Schefter? You trying to rub salt in the wounds of Giants fans? It, the season's bad enough as it is. You don't have to tell us how pathetic we look right now, okay? I didn't need that from you, Adam Schefter. But you had to put it out there for everyone to see to make fun of us. <laughs> you know, the Jets the Jets need to thank the Giants for, for, for that game that they won because they never gave DeVito any plays. Uh, he couldn't throw the ball. Because if he was even, even as a remnant of a starting quarterback, the Jet, the, the Giants win that game by at least a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, easy, easy, you know. And and they still, they still needed the kicker to miss. Yeah, we still needed to get out of this to shake that. Bad, 
calls by the coach to, to, to win that game. So that just goes to show if a team who keeps telling people that they can make the playoffs, why I don't know. Um, I, I have hey, no hey, the, 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 all you need to know is Drake been burying the Jets about as hard as you can bury a team right after covering them for three hours. Uh, it's, I'm telling you. So, yeah, you know. but anyway, l- l- let's keep it moving. Uh, we'll yeah. keep it moving. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll go into Seattle hosting the Commanders. Seattle six and a half point favorites. Yeah, See, I, 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 it's, it's Seattle's hosting. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I, 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 you know, Sam Howell can put up points against that Seattle defense, but. Uh, the commanders, like, there is no pass rush. And, like, the, the, to me, I think Geno is going to be the sneaky guy today that everyone gets surprised by when he throws for over 300 yards. But if you got no pass rush, we're we're going to see if, if maybe maybe Washington figured it out. But I was looking at that Patriots game last week. There was no pass rush. Mac Jones was just that bad. So I, I'm very curious to see what Seattle does because if Seattle – if Geno's getting a clean pocket and they're able to run the ball, which I expect they'll be able to do, like I, I, I think Seattle's just gonna just put gonna put up uh, put up points. Not that they're gonna like just start like running up the score like by thirty plus points because you know as soon as Pete feels comfortable with the lead, he's just gonna run it run out the clock. But yeah, yeah, like to yeah. me, like I, I think this is a very comfortable cover by Seattle. Like I I. Yes, it can uh, Washington probably put up some points, but I think Seattle's just going to be able to score at will. I I I I would have taken that tack if Washington was at home, not on the road. You know, I I think Seattle's gonna 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 be uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. So Sunday night football, the Raiders hosting the Jets. The Jets. Are favored on the road against the Raiders, two and a half point favorites. Aaron Stodden. I know the Raiders are trying out a new quarterback, and you know, it's a, but it, the Jets have a really good defense, but the Raiders have a really good defense too. Well, well, this is the thing. It, it like the Raiders' defense statistically has not looked good, but part of the problem is Garoppolo and that Raiders' offense was so bad at moving the ball that part of the issue was the Raiders' defense would just get tired in the second half of games and start then start giving up yards. Yeah, but the, the problem is this: Max Crosby is still Max Crosby. And Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson. Well, yes. If I'm going to pick between Crosby and Wilson, I'm picking Crosby. Yeah. Okay? So, you know, hey, I, it, it is what it is. I, I, I'll take the Raiders. I don't understand how the Jets are the favorite. Uh, you know, as, as, as bad as the Jets has looked the last two weeks, even though they they're one on one, but I don't know if 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 I'm a if I'm a fan of a team, if I would want to call. It was like it was like after the Giants beat Arizona, and people said that you know this and Daniel Jones he came back and said, and I'm like, you guys gotta be kidding me, right? I know a win is a win, but hey, <laughs> when is an when is a win a lookout? What is it? You don't say we win. You say, look up, watch out. You know, because you see what's coming after. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I I, I don't know if you want to, if, 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 you know, after after you see the the the, the Jets last week, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know. Uh, and finally, Monday Night Football uh, tomorrow, we've got, Josh Allen and the Bills, and I'll be honest, this is probably their last stand. They got to win this game. Uh, seven and a half point favorites over the visiting Broncos with Russell Wilson. Like, to me, like, this is a must win for Buffalo. 
Like, they, they cannot drop this game. I know the Broncos beat the Chiefs, but, you know, I think it's because Mahomes was... He, they won't <laughs> use it as an excuse, but right through that game, you could see Mahomes was not... I think he like, still had that, that virus or whatever he had. You know, you watch him that week and in in, in the difference in, in, in Germany, and yeah... You you can see, even though even in Germany, I didn't think he's he was. I think he still was lingering from that. But uh, if if the Bills, if the Bills at home can't take care of that Broncos team, then you may as well just start looking to sell off parts and and say let's let's go into next year because. Uh, I don't know, you, yeah, you beat Miami, but Miami hasn't beaten anybody with a winning record. So I don't know if you want to count that. Miami, to me, Miami this year is looking like that, that, that Vikings team from last year where they were winning games and you know, as soon as somebody stood up to them, they probably would lose, you know. Uh, but That's an unfortunate yeah. comparison, but I, I don't have an answer to refute it. Well, it's the same thing. You just knew that, hey, I don't know if I want a better penny on these guys. Yeah, they won a lot of games, but, you know, they always have that but. And it's the same with this Bills team. Uh, Like I said, they may as well lose to the Broncos and let it be done with because this Bills team, I... You're talking about scratching your head. I have no idea. The and is Von Miller healthy or he's not healthy? Well, he's supposed to be healthy for tonight's game. I mean, tomorrow night's game. Okay, because you know they said he was healthy the other day and he was on the field like maybe six or seven times. You know, he he would be in on one rush and then yeah, no, he would he two. was disappearing for wide swaths of. Right. So and, yeah, and while they were under pressure, yeah, you know. So I, I like I said, I don't know. And Josh Allen still, still, and you know I like Josh Allen, but he still has to show me where he's not gonna make these dumbass mistakes of of trying to turn nothing into something and losing the damn ball. You know, the the, the 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 thing about a quarterback is to know when it's not there. There's nothing wrong with throwing the ball away. And he keeps making these mistakes where he says, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he did that. So, I, I, this is a game, I'm probably going to be out to watch the Monday night Wait, they didn't, they're not going to see which Bills team is going to show up. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it it's it it is interesting to say the least. Uh, what Bills team we're going to see? Because to me, I think their season's on the line. Like if they can't figure it out, and for whatever reason, fix whatever's broken between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, they keep saying that everything's fine. It's not fine. The body language is telling you something is wrong. So if they can't fix it bef- uh, before playoffs, this is going to be a very messy offseason. Well, I think the problem with Stefan Diggs is that he is seeing where Josh Allen is making some dumbass mistakes and causing them games. He's a receiver. He knows when a, when, when, when a, a a quarterback is, is forcing ball into stupid situation. He's he's gotta be he's gotta be seeing that. You know, I, I don't think he's complaining that he's not getting the ball. I just think that look, if he ain't throwing an interception, he's going into places where he's he's fumbling the ball. I mean he causes turnovers when where you can say, How the fuck you let that happen? You know, I, I, 
and he keeps saying he can't put his finger on it. That's the other thing. Maybe that's what's pissing off Stephanie because it pisses me off when he comes in these press conferences. That's why. That's that's why. That's why I keep. That's why I keep saying it's like this is one of those things where I feel Josh Allen like realistically needs to be uh, needs to like take more accountability with this team because it legit feels as though Josh Allen never takes any responsibility for any of the losses. And like he keeps saying it's like yeah we gotta be better, but like he never actually puts the loss on him. And like he's always deflecting. He's like, it, it. yeah. Well, you know, it, it's 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 the one thing I used to always say that people I love about Eli Manning. He never jumps up and take credit, but he always was quick to say that one's on me. I I gotta know better to do this and do that, and uh, you know, that's very important in in in, in thing because. People give the quarterback all the praise anyway, which is, I think, is the problem with Russell Wilson right now, where he's worn out his welcome every place, because he takes all the credits and never steps up to take the blame. Let's ride, so, go Hawks. Yeah, you know, so it's it's I I don't know, it's 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 I, like I said, I can't put my finger on it with Josh Island, but I, I you know I I. I don't even, I don't even know if, I think the worst thing that happened to Josh Allen. Was that, that, they, was that people that kept saying that he was better than Mahomes? <laughs> well, yeah, because in that playoff game, I think he tell himself by next year, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to blow past this guy. I'm bigger, I'm stronger, I'm faster. And I think we got it. We got it. And no, you didn't. You know, it, it's got other things you got to do. And if you notice, from the next year is when that slide started. And I don't, he hasn't recovered from it. I haven't thought about him as that guy since then. Because he started making all those dumbass mistakes. You know, so I... I, I I, I think that's I think that's where the the problem is. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if they can straighten if they can straighten it out tonight. I doubt, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kelly. I'll let you go. We'll see. The, we'll, we'll we'll catch up during the games today. Yeah. I I, I don't know how much I'm watching. I'm gonna I'm gonna start trying to put up some of these things today while we have a good day outside. So. Uh, what we what we got the one o'clock game? Uh, the the the, gi- the giants are four o'clock. Okay, so which means we can we can watch some of the one o'clock and start late. <laughs> but no, you don't want to be outside four o'clock. It's gonna it's gonna start to get dark and colder. So yeah, I'm probably gonna miss some of the one o'clock games. I don't like how you make it sound like it's like Tommy DeVito. He, you know, he's 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 working on something. He's working on it. <laughs> all right, take it easy, Kelly. Uh, all right, oh that guy. Anyway, he's not really the backup. He's the backup backup. So listen, he was the scout team guy. That's that was his job. His job was oh. to be the scout team guy. You know, oh, you know, you, you know what that is. It's when you say, "I gotta give, I gotta give the white guys a paycheck." There you go. Yeah, son. I gotta give a white guy a paycheck, and you didn't realize that this would. But you should know that. No, they, they did know that. That's why. That's why the Giants realized the season was over because they saw how bad they were with Jones, and as soon as Jones went down, you should have gotten another quarterback because you know how injury prone. Tyrod right. is, but this but, but this is but this is why the Giants are, had already conceded the season. They had already conceded. So to me, this is just like you know what we're, we're, we're just we're just moving on. We're just you moving know, on. You know, I'm trying to remember who it was. I don't remember if it's Alan Han. I'm trying to remember who it was said, and that's that's uh. It might, was it before the season started? And what they said, 
what they said, they heard from somebody that the Giants was was going to use last year to see what they had. But last year went so well because everything broke right. And uh, people, they got much better results than they, it wasn't a good evaluation here because you didn't see any adversity. So they think that they, the Giants was using this year as the evaluation year. So even though they gave Daniel Jones that, that money, the reason they put in there out is that they could just cut him after this year. Or bring in a quarterback and let Jones be the backup and, you know, have the quarterback in the future because he is not their guy. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't think much about it at the time. But it might have worked out. <laughs> because you can't explain to me, Jones is, Jones is injury prone. And who do you back him up with? Another injury prone guy as a Tyra Taylor? Tyra Taylor can sprain his ankle on the sidelines. <laughs> you know, so you got to be kidding. And then you have as a third backup, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> Tommy! Jazz could do that. <laughs> Only the Jazz could be worse. I think it's the building. I think it's something with the building. Uh, all right, so I'll call you later. All right, take it easy, Kelly. Okay. All right, all right folks, that's going to do it for us. I mean, it's it's about the, the Bengals and uh, Texans game. I, I'll be honest, I'm on the Stroud side. Yes, you can play Burrow, but. To me, I think the Stroud side is going to have way lower ownership, and you're going to be in the same game state environment. So I think you can make it work there. I think Will Levis is an interesting leverage play. And in the late window, you got Jared Goff and the Lions. The only question is, uh, are the Lions going to get there all through the air, or is the run game going to end up siphoning off some of those uh, scores? So, again, it, it's going to be interesting. That I prefer the Houston side because I think – they're going to have to get it done through the air um, as opposed to the Detroit side. But I do like Laporta quite a bit as well as Amara St. Brown. So going to be a very interesting week, folks. Enjoy the games. I'll catch you next time. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets.